I want to share six thoughts. Five of them are very quick. One of them is a question. And the sixth one is a little bit longer, but hopefully it'll be worth it. But you'll get to that at the end. And I hope that you can give me a shot as well. So thought number one is from the Rokeach, which is one of my favorites. Um, he says a beautiful thing that if the name Esther appears in Megillus Esther 54 times and one time as Hadassah, so 55 appearances. So too can Negevet, she's fighting against the 54 times Haman appears and the one time Memuchan is there. You could ask me Kasha's on that. That seems to be more than once, but uh, Tzarechi and Kutten. It's not such a big deal because Chazal say that one of those Memuchans was Haman, etc. But um, then, so it ends up that um, Haman appears 54 times, as mentioned, and Zeresh, his wife, is four times, so 58 times. And that's connected Mordechai, who appears 58 times, and that's the Zelumazeh that they were fighting. And then the Rakaf says more, that there's 167 psukim in Miguel's Esther. And that's connected the words, not, not psukim, but the words found throughout Parshas Zachar and Parshas Amalek, which we learned this morning. So um, what's the pshat? The pshat is that this is how we're fighting Amalek, literally. Devar Torah number two. So it says in the Gadish Pesach that the Russia you should be Hake Ashinov. So it's a it's a Purim Torah. So the Kasha is why didn't why didn't Mordechai punch out the teeth of, of Haman? So the answer is because he was his Ebed, and if you punch out the teeth of an Ebed, he would go free, and Mordechai did not want that. Zavar Torah number three is an interesting ha'ara. It says Mordechai Esther Osa, that Esther followed the Mamar of Mordechai, even though she didn't understand it necessarily. What difference does it make if I tell them where I'm from? But Mordechai was the Navi and Mordechai was the Galadar. In so then at the end of Megillah, you see that what happened, Esther asked Kisuni Ladoros, and she got that reward. So you see that when you follow the Das Torah, the Mimer Mordechai, which by the way has the name of many, many Svarim, I've never seen a Mimer Esther, but maybe then again, maybe no one named Esther ever wrote a safer, but you see that that's how you get uh, things done by following Das Torah. Number, Zavar Torah number four is very fascinating. It says two times in Megillah, the idea of Mishloch Manos. It says, Al Kain Perak Tes Pasagud Tes and Perak Tes Pasagud Tes. I'll read it. Al Kain Hayyudim dot 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 Umishloch Manos Ishlorayo. And that Umishloach is spelled Malay, Mem Shin Lamad Vav Ches, which is not necessarily the way you always spell it. And then the next Pasagud says, Umishloch Manos, spelled Chaser, two seconds later, Ishlorayo, Umatanos Levionim. So two Kashas. One of them is, why doesn't it say Umatanos Levionim in the first Pasagud? And the second one is, why is it spelled Chaser and Malay? So some of this is from the Chasam Sofer. Hopefully I'll quote everything correctly. There's a very famous Gemara Megillah. The Gemara says that Rehuda sent Rav Oshia two items as a gift on Purim. So Rav Oshia sent back, in me you fulfilled um, Mishloch Manos and Matan Slavionim. You did both. So there's a famous Kasha, can you fulfill both? So Rashi says a very interesting thing. Rashi says, Deha tre mine ika, because there's two items that were sent. Well, Rashi, what are you telling me? Duh, obviously. We re- I read the Gemara too. What are you adding? So, um, Kasha on, on Rashi, which we'll get back to. The Turi Evan says, literally, from this Gemara, Ipaskins, Lalacha, that you could fulfill one and both. If, so if you're really cheap, you could send Mishloch Manus to someone who's poor, and you fulfill both. The Shevet Sofer says, wait, that's not true. If you hold like the Trumas Adeshan, that the idea is to make sure everyone has a Suda, then Lachori, yes, you're right. You can be Yotze both, because this guy has a Suda, and that's the point of Mishloch Manus, and Matan Slavionim. But if you hold that, like the Manus Halevi, that it's to be Marba Reyes, you're not Marba Reyes with this. Um, that's a separate obligation. So Zuck there, I believe it's Chassam Sofer who says, no, if it's Nicker that you're also being Marbet Reyes and providing for the Suda because there's two items in there, then you're, then you're Yotze. So Mamela, that's a shot. So you could be Yotze with both uh, together. So then now we understand why the first Pasuk says, Umishloach Manos, that's a full Shloach Manos. 
And the second one is, is a chaser one because it was only to one person. But there's a problem. And the problem is that the first Pasuk only says Mishalach Monus. It actually doesn't say Matal Zavion. And that's where it's spelled Malay. But then the second Pasuk where it's spelled Chaser is you're doing both. So it could be that it's the exact opposite. Meaning that in the first Pasuk, it's referring to Mishalach Manos Yishoreyeo, that you're fulfilling both mitzvahs. So that's why it's spelled Malay, because you could do both. And the second Pasuk, it's spelled Mishalach Manos Chaser and Matal Zavion because you're doing one mitzvah for each one individually. Okay, R number five, you're still with me? Um, throughout the entire Megillah, you find this idea of Vayitava Dabar. It starts in Perak Aleph, Pasuk Chaf uh, Aleph. It says, Vayitava Dabar b'enei Haman, uh, sorry, Hamelech Basarim, that um, they, they like this idea of Mamuchan, etc., etc. Okay, so the question is, what is going on? You literally find it, I, I counted, I believe, eight times, where it's, Esther says, uh, if, if I find him, you find literally the entire Megillah, Matzachin, Matzachin, Matzachin. Be'enav. Agav doesn't always say Be'enav if you look through it carefully, but it almost always says Be'enav. Uh, we understand where some of it, like for example, when he's doing a beauty contest, of course that's Matzachin Be'enav, that's the whole point, right? But for, for Achashur, she was looking for you know what, what was attractive to him. But anyway, so what's the shot? So that's Sarachian to me. Um, I was speaking to a Rebbe of mine this morning, we're a freelander in our show, and he told me an interesting shot, which I, which got me thinking, but I want to hear what your shot is as well. What he told me was that he said, you know, the Malbim says that what was going on was that um, Achashverosh was transitioning from a democratic leadership to a um, individual dictatorship. And that's why he needed, he needed them both to approve, and he was trying to take over the full power, which ended up working for the Jews and against the Jews. Because what happened, when he got this full power, what ended up happening was um, that now he was able to just decree that the Jews will be killed unilaterally, and he didn't have to go through his panel that, would have, that probably had some Jews um, and would have defended them. But it also gave the power, when he undermined um, Haman and had him had him killed, that all of Haman's sympathizers would have would have helped him. So Mamela, this is a huge part of Megillah. So Mamela, that's what's going on there, that literally Haman, uh, Achishverosh, got full power, and then anything that was Vita he did. He was a very fickle king. Uh, he was a Fachvachan, so there was always things going back and forth, but that helped in the miracle. Mamela, once you say that, then now I think you can answer it, because now the pshat is that Vita Ba'enav is referring to Hashem. And so what was happening was Hashem was taking the full power. And so the entire Megillah is Vayitava Dabar Be'enei HaMelech. How do you look good in the eyes of Hashem? That's how, we're, that's how Hashem is Mechabal or Tulis and saves us when we look good in the eyes of Hashem. And that's the theme of the Megillah, I believe. And the last R, which I said was going to be the longest, you're like, whoa, I think that was long, is like this. So throughout the entire Megillah, you mamish find this concept of falling and, and standing up, up and down. What do you find? You find from the first Hippel Pur Huagoral. The word Hippel means he threw it down. So you see there was a downward thing. From the moment that he threw that, that girl, he already was on a downward motion, but he doesn't even realize it. In fact, the Gemara Megillah says, when a man stood up against us, that's Haman, and, and Adam, he was an Adam, a little melech, it's literally Haman, um, but he was trying to take take power of the king. So Mamela, the pshat is that Adam, he tried to have a tikuma, he tried to have a standing up against us, but he totally failed. If you look through the Megillah, Hachilosa, Limpol, there's all these nefilas, his daughter, Nofel, he uh, finally... Hamad Ahmad Lavakesh, he wants to get Rachamim from Esther, and then he's Nofel Alamita, he gets pushed down, but he's falling. There's this constant fila. And then Gidal Hamalchashrush, there's an attempt for an Amida, but it never happens. The Amida never takes place. Um, and and uh, at the end, finally, Esther Gidlo Hamelach, Mordechai gets the Amida. There's an interesting medrash that's brought down from the Sefer Achaim, the Maral's brother, that he says that Haman had a uh, Sorry, that Ahasuerus had had a dream that Haman was trying to steal his crown and stand over him, which was true. 
And also it says that Haman had a dream that Mordechai was standing over his house, that, Haman, that Mordechai had the last, the last word. And so his wife told him that in order to be bottle that dream, you should make a eitz gavoach mama, and he should stand above your house, which explains the shot that why he, it says that he knocked down his own, his own house because he wanted to make sure that this beam was going to be taller than his house so that this dream could be fulfilled, that Mordechai was standing over him. Uh, but of course it was in a hapaku and Mordechai literally put him on that gallows. So the entire Megillah is one big bekumalenu adam where he tries to stand over us, but will come below za, um, and, and, and we don't give in and we stand over him. And also you find in the, even in the laning of Amalek where you find that Moshe puts up his hands and when he has that Amida, that, that it's up in the air, then, then the governor Yisrael, then he's able to fight over Yisrael. So that's a very, very beautiful concept of this epic battle going on throughout the entire Megillah. And then Aphila, Achilos of Limpol, and all the falling that Haman is doing, constantly falling, 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 till his death. And Hashem took, took care of us and gave the Amida and Omed Albeis Haman and Ishlo Ahmad Bifnam. And all these Amidas, I, I counted about 15 of his back and forth throughout the Megillah. You can take a look yourself, but it's an amazing concept. I literally never saw it until now. Um, but that's that's what clearly what's going on in the in the Megillah, this back and forth, this Amida that Kali Israel has and this Nafila that our enemies have.